We've got some hey, fresh I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the before. Content is One, Profit two, podcast. Three, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. That's right, guys. Today, the dream team that is amplifying success in social media. Before you say the, the, the call to actions that we have right now, I need to say this. <laughs> Every single time this happens in the intro, I'm like, wow, it's a real tongue twister. <laughs> Saying strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers. Wow, it's tough. It's a tough one. But well, you got it. I mean, yeah. I mean, your, your tongue has adapted. It's yes. a work in progress. All right, guys, before we get started, please don't forget to subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Make sure that uh, as soon as we release an episode, you are the first one to know. We're excited because we've been getting a lot of conversations. And please... Don't forget to follow us on social media at Go on Facebook and Instagram. That's right, guys. And if you find this episode impactful, which we are 100% sure that you will, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. All right. So today is the first time one of our previous guests makes another appearance. But this time, she's not alone. She has brought her business partner along for the party. You guys are in for a real treat. They are like bad men. And Batman. That's right. There's no Robin in this partnership. They are like the wonder twins of relationship marketing. They will not only come and save the day, but they will absolutely crush it. They are both two comma club winners and the new partner, which you don't know yet, used to be a ClickFunnels two comma club coach. Mm, spoiler alert. He was the coach of, it, of this partner. <laughs> We know this sounds like a real pickle. So we'll have to wait for them to clarify all of this. That's right, guys. Good thing they are here and ready to go. Please welcome Two Comma Club winners, Amplify Your Impact Coaches, and the peanut butter and jam of marketing, Cassie Brown and Jorge Vasquez. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. I think you guys should do our intros all the time. Yes. <laughs> the peanut butter and jelly of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. We are extremely excited. Cassie, yeah. first of all, thank you again for coming back. Jorge, Thank you. We're extremely excited to have you here in the show. Yeah, welcome. I I I, I need to come clean on this one. The peanut butter and, and jam. I looked it up online. I was like, what are good things that come in two? And the first thing was peanut butter and jelly. And I was like, that's yes. perfect. That is perfect. Guys listening, uh, that's how you do real copy. <laughs> well, and let me give you a little bit of um, education from the South. You totally classed it up because jelly is just wah. Jam is the real oh. deal. Like that is top shelf quality <laughs> oh. stuff. Like 100%. Yes. All right. Well, That's awesome. You nailed it yeah. twice. Good job, Fonzie. Okay. Awesome. I know every time we do this intro, it's like, you know, and if, if people have seen the show, and that's why we ask you, Jorge, if you've seen the show before, because if people have seen it, the stakes are really high. And the worst part is like, if they've seen it, we've already written the intro. So there's no going back. So it's like, okay, let's just hope it goes well. So thank you for that feedback. I am glad that you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you have anything? Well, I think it's time to get this started, right? I mean, let's do it. Cassie, we already know you, right? And we're going to get a little bit into your story. That interview was absolutely amazing. But now, Jorge, we want to know who 
who's Jorge, right? How did you get to to where you are right now? Oh man, how long how long do we have? Oh, we, we got plenty of time. Don't plenty worry. of time. Ponzi is already missing his soccer game, so we're good. <laughs> Oh, that's incentive to make a miss the entire game then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just go. There we yeah. go. Oh, man. Where do I start? Let's see. So, earlier, earlier about what, what was it? Maybe seven months ago, eight months ago now? Uh, Cassie, Cassie came to me asking to, to be a partner because I ended up helping Cassie in... A retreat she put together uh she i was a featured uh speaker at it and uh i declined at first uh <laughs> there was an aspect of cassie that I, I i wanted to see uh grow because uh it became a, a very noticeable at, at the beginning that that uh, she wanted to hide behind me <laughs> and i wouldn't i wouldn't let her and as you guys mentioned I've been her coach, so uh, that's how I initially met Cassie. So I knew this about her. And after the retreat, she dramatically shifted. She got into a space of empowerment. And so as things evolved for me, then I decided, you know what? Maybe I need to revisit this. She's she's definitely somebody I, uh, worth partnering up with. And it's it's been great. Uh, we've we've have our challenges like any other partnership is <laughs> but that's the beauty of partnerships is yeah. is that ability to be honest and open with one another um prior to that i was i was working with uh click funnels uh coaching their two comma club x program uh the second year i was promoted to uh be the performance coach lead so i coached awesome. the coaches and I got oh, wow. to coach some of the, the members as well. But Cassie was part of year one. And I got to coach it then. I actually was only going to be working uh, with ClickFunnels for a year. That's the that's the time frame I gave myself. Yeah. And uh, when that year came up, I, I, I forgot to make a plan to actually exit out. <laughs> and it worked out in my favor. <laughs> because it gave me a, a two-week buffer to... To figure out what I was going to do, and as I was about to uh, submit my my two weeks, uh, they announced the position of coach, yeah. a coaching position for a new coaching program, and so I jumped on it, and that's how I, I ended up continuing with the company for another uh, year and a half. So I was with the company for about two and a half, almost yeah, two and a half, somewhere around there, but. To even get to that point, it, it's been a little bit of a journey. Uh, so I started my coaching career, if you will, uh, going on 13 years now. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 13 years. So Amazing. I was in such a hole 13 years ago um, that I was going, I was, I felt like I was going crazy. And so I reached out to a friend of mine who introduced me to a particular set of trainings in personal development. And I declined it because when I went, when he initially introduced it to me, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, he invited me to, to an event, a guest event where the guests could go show up, yeah. learn a little bit more about it. And I was a little, 
iffy about it because it, it felt a little uh, like network marketing. And I had already had a bad experience with network marketing. But he, it, despite his warnings, he told me this is a very lively, loving bunch. You're yeah. going to see a lot of people hugging, a lot of people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 all right, whatever. And as soon as I got there, he was right. I was weirded out. I was just like, <laughs> this is too loving, too huggy. This is like, oh. Which is like Cassie's and, perfect scenario because... You know, you're too loving, too huggy. I love it. Like, we love it. They were totally laying the foundation for a future meeting. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I completely rejected participating in it. And incidentally, two years after, uh, when I finally decided to go, I reached out to him and he, he reintroduced it to me. Yeah. And so I go through it and was completely blown away. I got, I got, I got hooked. He only went through one part of it. I went through all three phases and that's a, about a four and a half, five month journey of intense in your face coaching. Wow. There's no sugar coating. There's no, uh, uh, what's that word? Uh, sitting on your laurels. Yep. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't stay still, uh, stay still. Because if you stay still, they'll they'll chew your ass off. And uh, but the beautiful thing about it is, is that it's not about what they want; it's about what I want. So I I have to create yeah. my ninety day declarations of everything I'm going to accomplish, and they just hold me to it. And if if there's a mental block, they address it, wow. and it just practicing everything we learn plus more tools. Amazing. And then. Yeah, I decided after that that I, I, I want to do that kind of work and become a trainer. And it's been, you know, almost, what, another 10 years now? Wow. And I've been slowly inching my way up. I love it. So, so yeah. Cassie, is the, like, this is like the moment of truth, just so you know. <laughs> Was he a great coach? <laughs> oh, this is my favorite story. My favorite story. <laughs> And tell them, tell, tell them day one. Day one. Day one. Um, so, so you guys know I, I'm pretty easy to get along with. I don't like conflict. I don't like confrontation. And so I just remember thinking I got, I got assigned Jorge and I didn't want Jorge as my coach. <laughs> no. um, In all fairness, she didn't know who I was. I didn't know who he was. That was it. I, yeah. I didn't know who he was. Um, and, but he was exactly what I needed. Um, yeah. he, he helped me like break through, but like, it was, it was, it was really messy and really ugly, um, before, before it got better and not on his part, but like, yeah. just, just kind of like pulling through the layers. Cause I had a lot of, uh, of my own stuff personally that I had never even dealt with, uh, before we could even get to business. And I, and I think that's what I appreciate most about what Jorge brought to the table is he, he recognized it, he saw it, and he decided to lean in and dig instead of just show me your funnel, what is your goal, yeah. and, and, and next week let me know what you did. Like he, he made me like pull back those layers and do the hard work, and, and now it's become a habit. Um, but I remember getting off many, many phone calls and my husband, he would be like, oh, call with Jorge today. Right. Cause like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just cry. Um, but it was, it was, 
you know, definitely what I needed um, to, to break through uh, certain mindsets and barriers that I had placed around myself. So, so yeah, he was, he was what I needed before I even knew I needed it. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I see, I see like two pillars here, right? And, and for the audience, right? The reason we brought them together is because first they're business partners, you know, they ca came out of our relationship, uh, strictly online, I guess, like coaching, you know, here and there and admitting this role. And now they run an amazing, uh, community that they've been adding a ton of value. You know, we talked about relationship marketing and they're creating real value and real progress and, and amplifying the success of a ton of people. And this is the real reason we brought them because we want to kind of discover like this other side, right? Cassie was asking us questions in, in her show about our dynamic. And we're like, oh my gosh, we have to go back and ask them about their dynamic because, uh, you know, we might be similar in some aspects, but I feel like you guys are completely opposite on the ways that you guys approach things. So <laughs> I, I feel like this is fascinating and I would love to obviously dive in into that. So. Yeah, no, I think we're definitely going that way. Yes. Um, I, I approve. It's like we're brothers <laughs> or something. <Yeah. laughs> but I mean, something that I that I took from from what you just said is, first, it, it relates with something that I heard Steve Larson say that he says, you know, if I want a coach, I want him to not make me feel better, but like make me better, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. I agree 100% with that. I mean, I feel... Especially nowadays, like a lot of people just want that, yeah, like reassure that I'm do what I'm doing is is fine, it's okay, right? And sometimes, you, it, like you said, it needs to get ugly and messy <laughs> before it yeah. gets better. So, I'm just I'm curious, right? For, some for people, obviously, I think ugly and messy is a little subjective for people, but like, how did that look like, right? And what was your mind going through in that moment um, to guess like do that? that switch that jump into like a more performance mode if you can call it that way yeah well i think the biggest thing was i i didn't so much have a problem with strategy um and and you know that going through what i went through it shifted so much in in my viewpoint and in my perspective and, and even the way that we do business now is like we could have the perfect plan, the perfect offer, the perfect strategy, yeah. but internally, if if I lack clarity or confidence, it's not going to be implemented. It's not going to be executed. And so that that is where Jorge went with the focus is what are you committed to? Like you say you want this, but does your actions reflect that? And if your actions don't reflect that, then how are you self-sabotaging? How are you? It, it's a level of awareness um, and just, just taking full on responsibility for things like just his emotional intelligence level. Like I've never met anybody else at the level that, that Jorge has like emotional intelligence to, to read in between the lines. Like mm -hmm. it's not just, what you say or how you say it it's it's what you don't say it's it's what you what you haven't revealed that that shifts him into to really asking those hard questions so um i know hard and messy like is is a really big co sort of like uh expansive cavern yeah. to but it's it's we all have things that we've we've had in our past that have shaped yeah. um our mindset the the way that we deal with fear the way that we deal with stretching outside of our comfort zone, the way that we, um, I identify and define success. Like if, if we're only putting ourselves here, we're never going to go past that level. And, and I think just, just by him creating those levels of awareness, asking those questions, it helped me shift into thinking differently yeah. and, and to identifying and being aware, 
um, when I was starting to go into a certain type of mode or reaction um, and, and, and be able to shift quicker. Yeah. So, I, I, so oh, here's, sorry. A, here's, here's sorry. an example, like to give it a little bit more uh, meat on the bone. Yeah. Uh, you guys pointed out how we're, we're drastically different. Like <laughs> Cassie to me is, is a walking care bear. Like that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a little emblem on her stomach and shoots rainbows you know <laughs> and i'm 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 very dry so i grew up in the 80s when it was still not politically correct to say half the things that i say that come flying out my mouth and i'm very direct and so when transitioning from coach and coachee relationship now we're business partners mm. um there were certain expectations that I had of her, but I I didn't vocalize them. Yeah, I just I just inherently thought she was going to step into it, given that it, it was now partners. And I was starting to get starting to get frustrated, and we locked horns, and she got frustrated, and then it got it got a little messy until I finally it finally dawned on me is like, oh, she still thinks I'm her coach. Mm. Wow. I was like, oh, okay, let's clarify. Because she's like, am I saying it wrong? What am I doing with that? And it's like, yeah. no, you're not saying it. It's just, like, I'm very direct. Like, if you want something, just ask for it. Don't don't ask me if I think it's a good idea to. It's just that level of directness. I don't, I don't tend to, I tend not to focus on the feelings of things. And and Cassie, Cassie does. So there's times where I need to approach it uh with more uh, empathy or, yeah. or ease, uh, but I, I I know how Cassie operates, and so I tend to do that a little easier than not. But yeah, there were times where I I show patience with people I coach with. In my personal life, I have like no patience whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy with like road rage. <laughs> but I I. So I I think this, I think this is pretty interesting because you know you guys have this like amazing dynamic right that you guys have developed throughout the years first with you know Cassie you being coached with Jorge and then now as business partners and I think this is key not on this scenario but uh, when we talk about your team members like in your inside of your own team and the way that you guys have been able to identify those inflection points in your communication has allowed you to progress big time so when we talk a lot about with the, with the clients that we have or people that we're coaching throughout their content, right? They sometimes have their own teams and the communication is not the best all the time. So we cannot stress enough to put in, in place different procedures or like systems for them to mm -hmm. identify these things. And I feel like you guys throughout that year mm -hmm. on coaching and then now as a partner, uh, as a partnership now have developed those systems. Um, so what are some things that, that maybe somebody that's either trying right now with their own team and is not succeeding or they're like kind of crashing, right? Or even they're trying to develop that communication even with their audience, right? What are a couple of things that they can implement today, right? That can help them get to the point that you guys are working very synergistic if you, yeah, if you want to put it that way. The first thing that pops into my head as you were asking the question is um, t taking inventory on, on who's on the team. Because there's certain mm -hmm. 
uh, talents and skill sets that people are just amazing at. So, for example, Cassie's phenomenal at, at creating relationships and making friends. You know, when I go out to out and about, I'm like the fly in the wall. I'm an observer. I keep my mouth shut and, and pay very, very, very close attention because I read people. I don't really need to t say a lot in order to un uh, understand people. So a lot of the the attention and traffic has been because of her. She's like, and she likes to share the 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 stage. So she's like, no, but you're amazing too. I was like, yeah, but they're here because of you. And she's like, no, but you're awesome. Too. I was like, Cassie, come on. You, you, <laughs> just, just, we, we can like put a, a, a point. They're like, we, you guys are both awesome. That's it. That's it. You guys can stop that battle because you guys are both awesome. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no. <laughs> And it, and it's true, but my where I shine is on a on on a different area, yeah. and so knowing who your players are, knowing their strengths, knowing how they communicate, and and how to communicate with them, because it's far easier. And I see a lot of people get very 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 frustrated, and they always point the finger, like, "Why don't you get it? Why don't you understand it?" And the simple my, a simple analogy is if the person speaks Chinese and you're speaking to them in English, they're never going to get it. Yeah. And you could wait until they learn English or you could start learning Chinese, one or the other. So the fastest way would be to start learning Chinese. It's like, <laughs> okay, let me, let me get yeah. to them. Let me meet them where they're at. Yeah. And then the second thing would be to um, journal or take notes on how you do things. So that you could later reflect on it and see how you could systemize it. I love it. I love the systemizing part. I mean, we sometimes we compare. Actually, when we send some some videos to some of our prospects, uh, we actually use an analogy like humans are like businesses, right, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we got life spam. We have a life flow. You know, blood flow, cash flow, and we got habits, right, as humans that allow us to be better in businesses. Mm -hmm. Those habits are just systems or processes, right? So I love it how you even put down systems for something that most people probably don't think about having systems for like the relationship, the communication with your, your, your partner. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. We don't have a system for communicating with, with between each other. We, we just read our minds. Um, I, I, I just, <laughs> I just slap him on the back of the head. I'm like, come I'd on. I'd really like to know how you guys have managed that because Jorge is still telling me he can't read my mind. So I don't know what our deal is. <laughs> Well, we have, I think our secret is that we have lived together for like 27 years. 27 years of experience <laughs> together, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, but I, I'm a fan yeah. of the systems and I think we do need systems in place. We, actually, a conversation that we had a while ago was like, you know what, like we are doing, the two of us are doing the exact same task. So instead of being a partnership and taking advantage of having two of us, you know, to take advantage of diff different, you know, um, fields inside the business and improve quicker we're the both of us doing the same thing and that's something that we realized and we're like well yeah and it's because we don't have like individual tasks for each other right so 
after that moment, it did start evolving. Yeah. But now I, that you say, I don't think we have a system for communicating between each yeah, other. Yeah, we, we don't have a system. I feel like, like inside of us, we kind of know, like, hey, when he's in like his Tyler mode, because that's where he really focuses on. Like we call him Tyler. Yeah, but I put I put my <laughs> my hat facing uh, forward, my glasses and my headphones. So and I I understand that <laughs> then that might not be the best moment for me to either share an idea or try to break the flow because mm -hmm. then I'm not gonna have his full attention. So I feel like we have identified so, some of those moments and, and just being open about it because sometimes, you know, let's say that, sa that same scenario, like as a team, we get interrupted when we're in flow. So if that happens to me, my first reaction is gonna be a negative one, be like, hey, like why, like, why are you stopping me from my flow? Because it, for me personally, it's really challenging to get in, into flow. So it, it took me a second to recognize that. I'm like, hey, I'm feeling this way. Can I communicate that with him? So now he knows, right? Now he knows. Mm -hmm. So I think like over time we've developed that system as far as like, hey, when this is it, but it's not recorded, right? And I think it's an ego side, as ego thing as well. It's like, okay, am I recognizing that maybe this is not the best way that I can communicate with my team members? And going off of what Jorge said, hey, meet him at their play, uh, at their spot, right? So it's a mix of those things, and uh, and I've. Feel like in our team that has helped a ton even now that we have remote team working all over the place it's the same thing it's like how can we establish those systems of communication to to make the most out of it yeah i, th I think what Jorge said there is important you know like meet them where they are and like you said the ego i feel like some of us are just waiting for the other person to take the initiative because you know it's, it's us of course they need to make the effort right and it's, it's not that way we need to take the initiative and we need to go and take the effort ourselves. Uh, so yeah, I totally agree with the the ego. Well, what what you point out a couple of things, and one of one of the things that comes to mind is is knowing roles and responsibilities. Because yeah. if you don't know that, then it could easily go into an assumption of, well, I thought you were going to do it. You did it last mm -hmm. time. You should be doing it again. If you have clear defined roles, it makes the communication a little easier. Now, as far as people coming to you. That depends, really. If you're having them come to you because you're too proud to go to them, then your ego's in the way. Yeah. But if you're having them come to you because you are intentionally trying to train them to be self-thinkers and self-motivated, you know, mm -hmm. then it has nothing to do with you. You're in service to them. And then at that point, yeah, they come to you because it's not about them. Yeah praising you and bowing down yeah. to you no it's it's i'm trying i'm trying to train a manager or something in order for them to like when i step away i know it's safe it's they're in charge yeah they got this handled i don't have to worry i love it yeah I, I, go ahead cassie sorry oh i was just gonna say i think i think we've created our own internal systems too like um I, I am an ideas person and so like we meet every single day and we he had to tell me really really early on he's like wait 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 I need to transition to follow your train of thought so like there's yeah. even that small little conversation has helped us run our meetings more efficiently because I can end one thought and say okay on the next thing or on the on another note like and give him those cues because if he's not following and I'm moving on to another client, he's like, what? Like, and then it gets him. He made fun of me because, because <laughs> in an in a over-exaggerated way, it'd be, it'd be like 
So George, this is the, this about this project right here. And this is going on with Sally. And this is and I'm like, wait, what time out? What happened to the first one? Like I'm are still you on number one. Yes, I I'm still on number one. And when, when did Sally come into this? It's like, yeah. oh, Sally is a completely different thing. I was like, I, I, I love why, how. Why uh, didn't you tell me anything? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I was going, like, so many things were happening in my head. I'm still trying to focus on one. Yeah. One conversation didn't end. That was one of our, our mini locks. <laughs> and then, so the next day, she's like, okay, I am changing topics. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I love this dynamic because it's so useful, especially like, let's say we bring this like to content creation, right? Like you're going to have a team that you're going to have communicating ideas with and, and yeah. the copy and the, the video flow and whatever, like, you know, how technical you can be. But same time, that's very important to make sure that then your message is being heard, is, is being maximized to its core. Mm -hmm. And how can you bring these communication frameworks, you know, from a team that you're executing do, they don't have to change because a lot of people is like, oh my gosh, I have to change the way that I communicate with every single one in my company. No, you don't. It's just adapt him, right? Or, or pivot a little bit to the outcome that you really want to make. So I, I think that's very, very interesting. I want to transition a little bit to relationship marketing because I the first time I heard it, like I think repeatedly was with you guys inside of your community. It's like your things, right? Uh, I personally come from... A, the fitness industry where sales is like, hey, you need it. I got to convince you to buy it, right? It's, it's pretty cutthroat. And uh, it's kind of like right after car salesman that the fitness industry comes. <laughs> so um, for me, it was very like, it was, it has been a transformational journey going from there to now we're executing I what I believe on a relationship marketing. But the first time I, I, I saw that term being consistently talked about was inside of your community in, in Amplify. So I would like to hear like, what is your definition of like relationship marketing and how are you guys adding so much value and creating all this thing around it? Yeah. So for me, like it at its heart and soul, it is, you know, we, we do business with people. We, we are businesses made up of people who create products and service for people mm. and and we have to keep people at the heart and the soul and too many times in that cutthroat sales industry is you're not necessarily treating the person you are trying to re reach your goal like you may not care if they succeed at their goal with whatever you're trying to sell them they're just a dot on a spreadsheet that you want to make a certain revenue by the end of the month and relationship marketing takes into account truly serving the result that they need, only the result that they need, um, not for a benefit for you because that benefit will naturally come. So it's the impact and the income will rise together as you focus on the results. And not only that, but you will increase the lifetime value of a customer by treating them like a person making sure that they get the result that you promised them because then you've created an advocate and an evangelist for your brand that are go that's going to share the message that will never cost you another dollar of investing to acquire that customer again because they're going to sing the anthem for other people which is social proof third party validation and and we all know that in marketing it takes you know seven plus um touches for someone to even make a decision to, to purchase yeah. or buy your product. But if it comes through a referral 
or a direct recommendation, you could close in one conversation yeah. without even offering something. Like we, like most of people that come to us, um, they're they're saying, "How can we work?" They're asking us, "How can we work with you? What is it? What is yeah. it that that we need to have um, to work with you?" Like I had a sales call the other day, and and they I, they followed up, and they're like, "I'm a little confused because you didn't pitch us anything on." <laughs> they they came in expecting the call to be a pitch, and I said, "Well." I don't know if we're a good fit. I really just want like that call was honestly to get to wrap my head around your situation to see if we could help you. Yeah. And if I can help you with just a few words, I'm not going to send you an invoice for it. So and and that is relationship marketing. Did I learn from that feedback? Yes. I learned to lead conversations with people who aren't familiar with that because that whole phone call, they're expecting a pitch. They're expecting me to try to take something um, and make them an offer, whereas you know we we serve first. So that is my definition of relationship marketing. It's different for everybody. Um, it's definitely not like textbook definition, but yeah. I, I really think that it's one of the most powerful ways to do business, um, and it's definitely part of the long game. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna get rich in in the first seven hours that you speak to a stranger around the corner. Yeah. Um, but it's also knowing that whoever you speak to, whichever way you serve them, if they don't buy your products or service, just that interaction is going to be memorable for them to to make sure that if they come across someone that needs your product or service, they're going to tell them, they're going to share it just because you yeah. treated them like a person. So I, I, I have something to follow up. I'm sorry, Fonzie, if uh, you had a thought in there, no, but yeah, yeah. Um, we operated from a place of need for a long time mm -hmm. and it was really hard to have those conversations because we were chasing that sale because we we're coming from a place of need. Once we transition into a place that we didn't need the sale anymore, it becomes a lot easier. So uh, a lot of our audience and a lot of people out there probably at some point have been or are currently operating from a place of need. So the relationship marketing, they might not see it as their immediate thing to do, which I truly 100% believe is the right thing to do. So how somebody that is in, a, in that place of need can implement relationship marketing successfully? That's a little bit of a, of a challenge because there, if people are in a pinch, they're between a rock and a hard place. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can offer in somebody in, in that place is 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 to stop and reevaluate uh what they're doing because for every for everything that you say yes to you're saying no to something else and for everything that you're saying no to you're saying yes to something else so if you're saying no to money now what are you gonna what are you saying yes to if you're saying no to chasing the money are you saying yes to greater stability Yeah. If 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 you're saying no to giving in to your your immediate emotions about money, are you creating that resiliency? And are you operating out of vision? And so I would I would I would you know suggest to to anyone to to get re reacquainted with what their purpose in life is, what their mission is. Because the decisions then become very easy. Yeah. Do I go down this this path and just make a quick buck, or am I still building this brand and legacy and and vision that I'm looking to to accomplish and achieve? 
Yeah, that that's interesting, you know. I mean, obviously, I, I think this is... I agree with everything you said, but I'm putting myself back in that situation where we were. And I'm like, it was tough because, yes, we were in a place of need. But at the same time, like, we love making friends, you know. Like, <laughs> we love building those relationships. Yeah. So at the same... It was kind of like, okay, I'm building this, but I want it at speed, right? And then it comes part of... It's a long game. It's not a immediate yeah. gratification thing or like i'm gonna pitch them here like at, at some point i was like embarrassed to try to pitch them so quickly because i was like i like them like i want to be <laughs> my friend you know like i, I want that <laughs> relationship so i mean I, i agree with you like that opportunity cost that you're talking about right okay i'm saying no right now that means i'm saying yes to something else or i'm saying yes to this i'm saying no to something else and i think it personally On my journey as an entrepreneur, I, I think I realized that later on, right? Like, if I look at myself three years ago, four years ago, I don't know if I would be able to actually stop and reflect, right? I think that takes a lot from someone to say, okay, yeah. I, I actually going to stop what I'm doing right now and and look at that, look at my vision, right? What I'm, what I'm looking for. Uh, I, I'm in it as a means to an end, or I want this to for longevity, right? And I look at myself again three, four years ago, and I don't know if the Luis from that back there will be able to do that, right? Because in my mind, it was just like, how can I get this quick? How can I make yeah. this quick? And actually, a question that I've been asking myself lately is, what does it take for someone to want to change? For example, I was... I. You know, like now I know humans, one of humans' best uh, capacity, if you can call it that way, is the ability for, for changing, right? We can change your life whenever we want, right? And, and our mindset. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like it doesn't happen until we are somewhat co conscious about that, about the fact that we can change, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we get people there, right? So then can be, okay relationship marketing is what i need to do i need to reflect i need to do all this right um but how do we get them conscious about it right how do the people experience that yeah so i think the best place to start is is with your intention you know like like you said like um with with relationships start being aware and start evaluating am i talking to this person am i interacting with this person only to make a sale? Are they only representing a dollar figure to me? Because that level of awareness will put you in check really, really quickly. And going back mm. to what Jorge was sharing about that first coaching program, he, he automatically resisted because he thought it was network marketing. I can't, I come from small business, chamber of commerce, BNI, yeah. um, in-person meetings, networking, Like that is a really, really kind of like gross environment for some people. It's like they literally walk in the room and like they're just throwing their cards at you. They can care <laughs> who you are as a person, yeah. who you are as a business owner. Yeah. Do you have kids? What are you struggling with? How are you trying to do? But if you go in there, like I went in there and I asked them how they were. Tell me about your business. How can I help you grow your business? Guess who they're calling guess who doesn't have to hit them over side of the head with their yeah. business cards i don't even carry business cards yep 
And they remembered who I was and they knew how to get in touch with me. That's exactly how I grew um, my first business, which was uh, wedding photography, is 100% word of mouth. And I was just shocked at how many people, like when you start intentionally having conversations and paying attention to your intention behind the conversations and shift it with an intention to serve, sales will come. People will ask you how they can do business with you. Yeah. And that that's going to keep you honest and keep you in check. And it was, it was incredible how many conversations I had about how refreshing it was to have someone that truly cared about them, not only as a woman or as a business owner, or as yeah. a parent, because uh, we're, we're complex creatures. Like we're not, we don't want to just be sold to like, how do you feel when someone's when you know for a fact they're only talking to you because you may buy something from them. And if you didn't, yeah. that they would like mark you out like you're dead to me type of, <laughs> do you want to do business with people? No, heck no. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick it back off of what, what Kathy was, was sharing because at, at first glance, when you hear relationship marketing, it can be daunting in that oh my god i have to spend time with them and then you know you know give them flowers and walk them across the lake and all this other stuff it, it just sounds like a whole hell of a lot of work yeah i want to i, I want to preface that just because it's called relationship marketing does not mean it, it's it needs to take a very long time there's people that i've connected with that instantly we're friends yeah and i would trust them with and so it's showing up that that way and that takes a certain a certain set of skills but one that requires you to actually give a shit all right i love it i would love it if we could just rename it from relationship (laughs) marketing to give a shit marketing it's true it's true just give a shit like you can't fake that yeah. You can't fake it. You, and when you show up that way, there's times where I've given people money or my business. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know um, that they'll succeed. They may not even know all the answers yet, but they're just in who they are, their conviction, uh, their focus, their ter- determination. It tells me a lot. Like, I don't know. I, I believe you, though, that you're going to yeah. work your ass off to make sure that I'm taken care of. Yeah. I I absolutely a hundred like a thousand percent love like where this conversation is going because we've we've seen it like uh, like we've seen it especially since we launched the show because the show has been opportunity creation to for these relationships to happen. And uh, like the call that we were on before jumping on with you guys was with somebody that literally as soon as we jumped on the call, he's like, Luis it is a pleasure to actually talk to you. I feel like I know you more than you know you because I've been following you and your content since January, like six months ago. And every story I was telling him, he's like, yeah, that's right. And then you did this and this and this, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, yes. And we connected at a very different level. So I think for I think for me too, it's on that relationship building. It's like, okay, if that's the priority, if we're creating these relationships, how can I shortcut the time where I can create these this relationships? So in the brick and mortar world, right, where you came, small business world, Cassie, uh, you go to BNI uh, events or like physical like events, right, and uh, you're you're kind of like imprisoned in the time 
like that these events are happening right so you, sometimes you have an hour two hours and then you're like oh my god I, it's not enough to build this relationship so i feel like the hack and i feel like you guys are executing brilliantly on on this with your facebook group and the content that you guys create is how can i create as many quality points of contact not just with my dream client but with my dream audience to create enough relationships that then i don't have to feel bad because i'm not making offers but they're gonna be coming to me because of that relationship that I'm building and I'm shortcutting the points of contact time in between. So I, I feel like that's the game and I feel like that's where you guys are absolutely killing it with your group and your community. You. It, is, it is the game, but what the mistake most people make is that they go to tell me what to do. Just tell me the secret, what yes. should I do? And no matter how many times I tell people what to do, they will go out there and fuck it all up. <laughs> Not because they didn't do it right, but because of who they were being when they went to go do it. Mm. So if the game was, hey, how can I, uh, uh, you know, ask these girls out? I want, I want more dates. Okay, great. Here's what you say. Go, go say this to them, and they will give you uh, their name and number. And they, well, if they showed up, you know, shy, reserved, like. A little weakling like unless the girl likes pathetic she's not gonna <laughs> give the number she's yeah. just not yeah she's not re responding to that that confidence that power that um reassurance it, it, it just it just won't work and that's where the caring comes in yeah and that's mm -hmm. where the skill set comes in you need to be intimate and vulnerable enough and develop that aspect in order for you to make the the, the timeline shorter and being able to connect is again uh there's very 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 charismatic things to do but if you're just doing it for the sake of the sale it'll eventually come out you might get the sale yeah but, but you're gonna out yourself sooner or later somebody's gonna uh, you know figure it out yeah And I mean, and the people that you might bring, be bringing in, they're not going to be your ideal clients. You, you might have the sale, but you still don't have that relationship, right? So then, I mean, they might not stay for too long with you. Uh, and when they leave, they might not have good things to say, right? So <laughs> again, I think relationship marketing, it, it is the way to go. And I love something that you said that people focus on the how to's, right? And it, again, it reminds me of another phrase of Steve Larson, that is, your, your business only grows to the extent that you do, right? And that's Correct. what I see right there. Because, again, relating it to when we started, we were like, we need to buy these courses that is gonna teach, they're going to teach us how to do X, Y, and C. And we would go and maybe do X, Y, and C, but we personally weren't there to do certain things, right? I remember the first sale that, that I did, I was so scared. I was that little, I was that guy <laughs> shaking, right? I was like, yeah, like it's 500 bucks a month. And he was wearing a full suit, by the way. I, I, I dressed up. Yeah, I dressed up. I mean, total, totally not me. Yeah. And I went to this, it was like a Mexican, <laughs> Mexican restaurant. Uh, and we started talking. The guy didn't want what I was selling, but I was like convincing him. And, yeah, I, dude, I even remember when he said yes, I went to my car, I was so excited. I went home, he said, yes, he said, yes, let's go. Tomorrow, we're going to go and sign the contract. So 
<laughs> that we didn't have the business registered at that moment. So that night we registered the business. We went back to the business the next day and the guy's like, hey, so I noticed um, you just registered your business last night. And we're, we're like, nah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we were testing, you know, to see if people wanted what we're offering and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, Great times. I'm ex extremely grateful that the guy still gave us the opportunity and we managed to work with him. But again, it was not the best relationship out there. Uh, and we were just focused on the on the how to's, right? We weren't actually focusing mm -hmm. on what matters, which is that relationship, uh, and of course the results, right? But again, we weren't even clear on what results we wanted to give him. It was it was a whole mess. <laughs> um, but but I, I agree, right? Like, I mean, the, who knows? Maybe if we had that relationship, that guy would still be one of our clients. Who, who, knows, who knows, right? But I think it's super important, and I I want to drive that that point home for people watching because. It's not about buying those courses and learning just the how-tos. Of, co of course, you need to raise your skill set. That, like, that's part of being a business owner. Um, but I think the change in yourself is even more valuable than, than the how-tos. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. If, so, I, if I could sum it up, if, if, if anything, I, I hope that your audience takes away is if, if you really want to transform it all, you got to be a person that values people, bottom line. And if you model your business off of that, then your your business will communicate it as well. The customer experience will communicate it. Uh, the team and how it interacts and, and, and communicates will, will embody that. Uh, and it's a con and constantly showing up that way. Yeah. yeah. I love it, guys. Uh, this has been, we, we have to like start slowly bringing it home, but <laughs> I think we're lucky today because we normally ask our guests for action points. And since there's two of you, we're going to have two action points today. So I think that is wonderful. So who wants to get started? And this is again, what are some things that the audience can implement today? Like very quick wins for people to start getting that momentum going. Um, it could be relationship marketing, it could be team growth, it could be communication. What is something that you feel like is so important that they have to execute today? You want me? No, to I got a couple. Go ahead, Cassie. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, um, I think for us, the thing that you can um, that was really, really important, and and that anyone listening can execute today is is understanding their communication style and and the way that others communicate. I was really, really lucky in that Jorge has such a strong background in, in disc profiling. So he can he can really like spot like my communication patterns and bring them to my attention. And it's it shifted in, in, in the way that we communicate with each other because yeah. he's like, hey, I need you to communicate with me like this. You tend to do this. And it wasn't, I, and, and we have that sort of relationship where I know his personality enough that he's being direct because he cares about the progress that we're making, not trying yeah. to crush my Care Bear spirit, right? So um, we've, we've learned that about each other. And I think if, if you're a solopreneur or, or you're working with a team or you're working with outsource, like you just can't have that mentality where it's like, this, this is who I am and this is how I communicate, deal with it. You're not going to get very far. You're yeah. not going to get people who want to, you know, align with your vision and stick around for the long run. Relationship marketing works with team members as much as it does with 
customers. And at, at your heart and soul, if, if, if you take into that into account, like you genuinely care about people and moving them forward. Same with your teammates, like care about them and moving them forward. Um, we've both been environments uh, where we've, we've, we've been forced as entrepreneurs to fit the mold of an employee and that feels gross and yucky and like <laughs> yeah. goes against everything in our fiber and our being. And like, you talk about breaking someone's spirit, like you, and, and that comes through empathy. So I would say like the, the second part is if you've never heard the word empathy, Google it, do some research and find out how you can start working empathy and gratitude yeah. into your daily routine. It will change the way that you talk to people. It will change the way you treat people. Um, at the grocery store, at the checkout line, at, you know, the, the drive-through order, like shift, permanent shift in the way that you treat and communicate with people. And you will just find yourself like in a completely different environment and business and in your life. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, don't worry, guys. My brother's just plugging the computer. <laughs> so it doesn't die. Uh, but I, I, he, went, he went to look up empathy. Yeah. <laughs> I got it, guys. I got that's it. That's right. That's right. He just went to look empathy on Google. Uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Jorge, your turn. Okay. So there's a bunch of different little exercises. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see which one would be great and juicy for, for your audience. And so, and if you have the other ones, you can always send them to me and we can put them on the episode notes so people can actually go ahead and check them out. Okay. So the first one that came to mind, um, is, is this one. Uh, a lot of people don't, don't know what their superpower is or why they, they earn somebody's business. Go out and ask your friends, ask your spouse, ask your family members and get feedback and ask them, if I had a superpower, what would it be? And they're going to give you what they see as your feed, as your superpower. Fair warning, you're probably going to reject what they have to say. Mm. Because chances are they're going to point out something that you think is, you know, everybody has. And yeah, it's common, right? Everybody has it. Yep. Chances are they, it's not. Wow. Plus, naturally, most people have a hard time receiving compliments yeah and so this is this is to show you where your strong suits are and if you want extra credit ask them where you're falling short that one's gonna sting yeah you're gonna want to and give it fuck you right back in. a backhand slap no i I, yeah. I i love this because uh you know when we talk about content like i don't know what to say i don't know what to publish out there dude ask your audience so this is literally turning that i'm putting it on you be like okay i don't know who i really am I'm like how can i help people right sometimes we don't see it and the fact that you're like putting like shining that light and asking people like how Like, what am I good at? Like, what do you think I'm good at? Like, what do you see from the outside? And I think it takes a big effort for a lot of people because I, I I feel it because I did it. Like, you know, I, I did it like three years ago. I literally went and asked my wife, which, you know, yeah, that was an amazing moment in our relationship. <laughs> But, you know, going off <laughs> of what you said, 
And I was completely like thankful for what she had to say because you know we went to the second level. It's like, okay, what do you think I need to improve on? And she's like, a hundred percent honest. And from that feedback, then you can get better. But it's like leaving that ego aside and be willing to to move. So, sure. Katie, Katie, your sorry, your wife was like, huh, here he goes. It's like a pool, a huge. A whole, oh, I was waiting for this. <laughs> let's let's do this. Uh, but I, I appreciate you saying this because I feel like a lot of people could. Go out. It's very simple to go do it, yeah. and uh, you're gonna get a lot of value. It. So, I mean, I feel the actual the actual steps sound simple. It's whether you're gonna be able to surrender your ego to actually yeah. go hear it. Yeah, I mean, and we're so afraid of criticism. Yeah. Sorry, Jorge, you were saying, and actually listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Listen to to the 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 affirmations, the positive stuff, and but then also listen. Yeah. To, to the not so pretty side of, of things. And it may be something that's, you know, they may come back and say, uh, they may acknowledge you and, and give you feedback on the very same thing. So for example, I'll use myself as an example. I oftentimes get the feedback that, oh, you're very direct and strong and you're like a, a rock for me. And, and then what do they turn around and say, what can you work? You're an asshole. You're cold. <laughs> you're... It's like it's the same. It might be the same thing, and it might leave you a little confused. Just know that, yeah. When you lead with your heart, you're gonna be the, the the rock and all the positive stuff. When you your ego shows up, you're probably gonna have that other thing, and then they're gonna acknowledge around the same same area. Sometimes they're drastically different. So I love it. Yeah, guys, both both. Well, the whole episode has been pure gold, and we really appreciate you guys being here. We have one last question before uh, we say bye bye to the podcast people. Um, well, two questions. Two questions. First, well, and I have one more point to add too. So oh, yeah, yeah, do go, it, go. do it. Let's go. We're, we're gonna have a, a third record, third like the longest episode in our show. So I love it. It's, I mean, it's full of value. Who cares? Like if if if. By the way, if you're listening, thank you for listening because you are, you know, awesome. Okay, continue, Cassie. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so I just wanted to add one more thing because um, I think I think if you if you look at yourself internally is how you're going to operate. You know, we talked about intention, yeah. Um, but a lot of us are familiar with the golden rule, and I would challenge you to shift into the platinum rule. And if you don't know what the platinum rule is, it's essentially. Um, it goes a step further beyond what the golden rule encompasses. So the golden rule is treating others how you wanted to be treated. And the platinum rule treats others the way they want to be treated. Mm. And you find out the way that others want to be treated by listening. You know, it's, it's Jorge has shared over and over and over again where you, you have to set your ego aside. So it's not always us talking and us sharing and us teaching it's it's just as important to listen and observe and and maybe even dig in a little bit internally for us to get to know ourselves a little bit better uh who do you look up to who do you follow who are your mentors what do you admire about them yeah. why do you admire that about them you know that's that's really like it's easy for us to go internal and to dig like that it takes more effort to look into to see what other people put value in and that's just as important in our businesses so i i you know when when we were wrapping this up and and like the platinum rule is just what kept popping into my yeah. head and that's just one of those things it's 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 you know a foundational core principle of of how we built 
uh, Amplify and it's how I operate like as an individual. I, I always want to treat people how, how they want to be treated. And, and then to do that, my mind has to be open enough and I have to, I can't only operate out of my little container. Yeah. I have to continually educate and push myself and, and to understand other people, other cultures, other, other religions, you know, uh, men as well as women. Like I can't come from a standpoint, well, well, I wouldn't want them to say that. I, like, what do they want? How do they want to be served? How do they want to be spoken to? And that's really, really important. I love it. I, I mean, at the core of, thing, uh, of this is we're talking, you know, just human relationships, you know, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you said, the platinum rule was amazing. It was like on the dot. And uh, we encourage everybody to look back to their own businesses, to their own messages that are putting out there with their content and, and seeing if they're actually following these this rules of basic human relationships to make sure that they're serving to the best of their ability. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a big advocate for the golden rule and I've never heard the platinum, platinum rule. And now I'm a bigger fan of the platinum <laughs> rule. I, yeah, it yeah. just like subbed the, the golden rule. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, awesome. All right, two questions. Fonsi was right. So two questions. the first one. So this is obviously what we talked about in the show every single week. You know, we want to help obviously our audience with their message, how they put it out there. And uh, we want this to be a platform for them to be like, okay, this is the day I take action and I want to follow the footsteps of all these wonderful guests uh, that we're having. And hopefully, hopefully us too. But, you know, first the guest. But where... I, 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 I think they need to follow their own footsteps their own footsteps <laughs> yeah but they, this will like give them the initial push so where like will you guys be now like if you did not publish jorge do you want to go first or would you like for me where would we be if we did not publish yes um i'd probably be at the unemployment line right, right now <laughs> to be quite honest <laughs> Wow. You know, Cassie, Cassie uh, publishes far better than I do, uh, far more frequently than I do. Um, I, like I said, I'm a fly on the wall and she's, I've leaned on her for that. And so um, it's, it's interesting because Cassie always says, if people only knew how much you cared and To a certain certain degree, she's absolutely right. But a lot of people don't get that that one-on-one -on -one interaction with me, like she has. She had been uh, a, a coachee, uh, uh, somebody I coached, so she got to see a lot behind the scenes that most people don't. So, um, producing content is 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 enormous. I mean, I'm I'm starting to get into the game, starting to do the Instagram. Everybody's watching me lose weight, and uh, yes. I, I've seen the recipes. I've seen and the recipes, so it's growing on me. <laughs> love it. I love that. Um, I I can't imagine where I would be without without publishing. Publishing for me was a huge um, obstacle to overcome. Um, just just through my own insecurities through through proving to myself that I was worth it I had I had value to give I had things to share I had something to say 
Um, but I think the thing that I love most about, about publishing and is, is how it honestly syncs up 100% with relationship marketing because relationship marketing isn't that fake it till you make it, that everything has to be perfect, that I'm not going to show up unless I can, you know, have full hair and makeup 100%. I don't, I don't hesitate. I don't try to find my words. I don't say ums. And, and that is the beauty that, that aligns with sharing who you are at your core as a genuine human being authentic and, and publishing the journey because the journey is rough. Like it is, it is, I was downloading some of my first videos a few weeks ago and holy smokes, like I can't, I can still tell you to this day how I felt when I pushed that record button. And if I hadn't have pushed it, I wouldn't have continued to develop it. I wouldn't be able to share with our clients or, or people that we've coached that, that struggle and the way that I felt because like, and even my failures, like things that I were embarrassed about, like I didn't even, I didn't even know would have value until I'm on the other line of a zoom eye to eye with someone who's going through that same struggle. And they're saying, I can't do it. I can't do what you do. I can't do it. And by me being able to share, you know, like, you know, how many of my first courses that I sold, like I, I gave away more than I sold. Right. I taught my heart out to a group of three people, but I proved to myself that I could do it yeah. and, and to see their countenance change. And it was like, now it all makes sense. You know, I can share that story confidently because I know it's going to bring value to somebody else. I know why I struggled and, and now it makes sense to me. It's no fun going through the storm and going through the chaos and the pain and like all of that, that growth. Uh, Cause sometimes you do just want to shut up and turn off the camera and be like, Lord, I hope nobody saw that. But (laughs) it's honestly like you can leverage and wield it as a strength. So um, publishing, publishing like will forever have, a special place in my heart because we wouldn't be here talking to you guys had, had it not been for publishing. And, and honestly, like Jorge played such a huge part, um, you know, and he shared the story, like he's been called a rock and he's been called an asshole and guess who, <laughs> who, who called him both of those names. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, I remember the day that, uh, it, it came to, uh, Cassie called me up or something. Yeah, she called me up and we got on Zoom and she's like, oh, I know I need to publish. I was like, all right, well, get to it. She's like, but no, but this, I feel this. I was like, mm, I don't care. Go do it. Call me when you're done. And, and she's like, no, but you don't understand. I, I, I was like, okay, and go do it. Call me when you're done. And I just would not let up until she actually went to go do it. And yeah. when she did it, she was still whining, but she felt better, and then she just did it over and over, and now now she's a content Beast. machine. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it, it's awesome. It's amazing how many people you guys have been able to impact through you know what you guys yep. are creating. Um, and thank you for sharing those stories and the way that you guys work together and your dynamic and your thoughts. It has been truly an honor having you guys in here. Um, where can people find you if they want to be part of that movement, if they want to connect with you guys, if they want to learn more? Oh, wow. You're going to love this. So we're on Instagram now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so go to Instagram, Amplify My Impact. Don't judge us by just a few posts right now. Yeah. Like we've got the content team. We met with you guys. We have a plan. <laughs> we're, we're moving forward. So just, you know, buckle up and, and enjoy the ride. We're going to be on YouTube. Uh, we've got that set up too. Nice. Um, 
where else? Uh, Amplify my impact uh, in the Facebook community. And um, we made it really, really easy. Our website is amplifymyimpact.com. So <laughs> if you are safe typing Amplify My Impact into any social platform. Um, maybe not Twitter, but that's where <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, we spend a lot of time on Facebook and in our group um, on the Friday calls. Yeah, and those are yeah, wonderful, we- guys. Like, please go ahead and check yeah. them out because uh, I've been in a ton of those and 100% recommend that. Thank you. Awesome. That's yeah. it? Yeah. I, 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 again, thank you so much. <laughs> I am extremely happy. I love the conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, we're our, going to have to do round two. Just saying. Our, our team is going to have a blast this dissecting this episode. Yeah. Like, we want to take over. Okay. Awesome, guys. Well, with that, um, with that being said, thank you so much for being here on the show. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button uh, if this was valuable to you. Uh, and also, follow us on social media, at Roscoe. We'd love to have a conversation. And uh, That's right, guys. And yeah. if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it and give us a five-star review. And we, we run past the, the outro. Yes. So that's awesome. But that's okay. And if, sorry, sorry. We'll again. do it again. Yay! Yay! Guys, if you are watching, <laughs> if you're not watching the video, go watch the video because Cassie had an awesome pirate Mickey hat that is totally worth watching. Yes. Now, I think this is officially the goodbye. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.